Welcome back to Storyville. We are in our Writing 101 course. Today we're talking about why we write. This is the most important part of getting started. You have to be honest with yourself about why you're choosing to write. Your motives have to be pure. You can't be in this for the money or for the fame because you'll get neither. The writing world is not kind and if you let it, it will destroy you. So the first question you need to ask yourself is, do you enjoy writing? Because if you don't enjoy writing, you're not going to get anything out of it. This is not a get-rich-quick industry. A lot of people think that they can write up a story, post it up real quick on Amazon Kindle, and expect it to sell like hotcakes. And that is not what happens. Also, just because you speak English, or whichever language it is that you're choosing to write in, does not mean you can write. And so that leads to our second question. Are you good at writing? If you are, that's excellent as well. If not, you have to be ready to learn. You have to be ready to invest that time. Take classes at your local university. Get advice from everywhere you can. Podcasts like this one, Storyville, or websites and other writers who on their blogs will also give this sort of advice not only for writing but for the industry the most important thing you need to do is read read traditionally published works that have been professionally edited so that you can absorb the sentence structures the writing tools like foreshadowing symbolism that you're going to need to use for your work it's not as simple as typing out stuff that happened. You've got to build a story. I like to compare it to building a house. Just because you have bricks and mortar doesn't mean you have the skill to set up a reliable foundation or to build a house that's going to stand the test of time. But in writing, the bricks and mortar are your words, your punctuation, and your writing tools. You have to have them and you have to know how to use them. Next question is, are you willing to work for your writing? You have to be always improving. You have to be ready to take critique, not only from your editors, but from your readers as well, because you'll get it from all sides. You have to be ready to do research, even if you're writing fiction, because even fiction stories need to have a basis in truth so that your readers have something to relate to. And you have to be ready to market your book and yourself. Marketing is the key for success. Even if you write a perfect book, you can't just expect to publish it and expect it to sell itself. You have to be on the ground, showing it to everyone, letting the world know that you've written this amazing work or else they'll never see it and they'll never realize it existed. You can't just rely on social media. You've got to use more creative venues than that. Get involved in different writing websites and writing groups. Get to know your local booksellers. And if you have connections with your local media, newspapers, people who review, get in touch with them. Be ready to do blog tours, everything. It's going to be so much work. The marketing aspect can oftentimes be more work than writing the book itself. So when you consider all those points, if you think about them and you're still ready to write, then go ahead and jump in.
Now, if you have any further questions about getting started, if you're concerned about anything that I've had that I've said here, or if you have questions about, say, outlining, free writing, grammar, and all the other stuff that we've talked about, feel free to reach out to me. You can call in via the Anchor app, or if you're listening to this on another platform or you just prefer tweet, tweeting at me, I'm at Debrocracy, that's D-E-B-O-R-A-C-R-A-C-Y, on Twitter. And you can also reach us through our website, shalamarmedia.com. That's S-H-A-L-A-M-A-R, media.com. We have lots of resources for new writers, especially if you're self-publishing. And you can always reach out to us with any questions. And that's what we're here for. Y'all have a good one. We'll see you next week. Welcome back, everyone. We are in the Writing 101 course, Getting Started with Writing, here on Storyville. Today we're going to talk about words and your word choice. Because as cliched as the saying has become now, words do in fact have meanings. And so you want to be careful where you use which words and what you're using them for. Now, whether you have started your story by outlining everything, or whether you've just jumped into writing the story, free writing, or anything in between or anything else, you will want to consider your words. Now, in your first draft, whichever approach you took, it's important to just get your ideas out. You don't have to have your specific wording or your specific verbiage in your first draft. But when you are writing your first draft, you do want to be thinking about the words that you will potentially use when it's time to go back and do that second draft. As an aside, if you are self-publishing, make sure that you are not publishing your first draft. You should never ever publish your first draft. You need to go back and edit it yourself and you need to go back and have at least two other people edit your work. But that's going to be covered when we get to the editing section. Now when you're choosing your words, you have a few things you want to consider. First of all, as we just went over in the last course, your word choice is going to match the tone of your story. The tone is set by your narrator, whether that was your first person point of view, third person, limited, omniscient, anything in between. You need to keep the tone consistent throughout and part of how you will do that is with your word choice. So maybe your narrator is speaking in a more official form such as observations or even some kind of testimony. In that case you want to use very proper verbiage. You want to kind of give the effect that the person is speaking to a separate audience, whereas if your narrator is more casual, maybe they're writing in a journal, maybe it's a conversation that they're having with friends, or maybe you're writing as if the narrator is talking to the reader as a friend, then you can use more relaxed tone, you can use more conjunctions, you can use slang words, you can use um, easygoing words and sentence interrupters like, um, and yeah, and like, what have you. Now, as far as your sentence structure, those words, 
need to match the mood of the scene as well as the narrator. So if you have going a very tender scene, something very gentle, you don't want to be using extremely strong negative words that invoke negative emotions or sensations like yanked or maybe demanded. If it's a very gentle scene, maybe instead of yanked, instead of saying that the character yanked someone's arms, say that the character drew them away or guided them. Instead of saying they demanded, maybe say that the character asked or requested. And on that subject as well, don't be afraid to use the general words like said, asked, or, or replied. I know that there is a hot new thing with writers replacing those words with fancier things like inquired or interrogated or ejaculated or any of those things, especially that last one's extremely awkward. You can use said, asked, and replied that's entirely acceptable and I even recommend it because those are words that readers' eyes gloss over and they help you keep the pacing of your story. The flow remains uninterrupted with those words. Now, the next course, we're going to go over another very important consideration for when you're writing. Make sure you tune in. And as, as always, if you have any questions for me, feel free to call in via Anchor or feel free to contact me via tweet, via email. I'm at Deborahcrats or Deborahcracy. We will catch up with you tomorrow to conclude this course. Good morning, everyone. Debra here with Storyville, checking in for another installment of the Getting Started with Writing series. Hope y'all had an excellent long weekend and are ready to jump back into some ideas for how to get started with the story that you may be looking to write. So today we will discuss how to set up your story. This is something that gets looked over up until it's a little bit too late in the writing process sometimes. These are things that you should decide at the beginning so that you can follow through consistently throughout the writing of your story, which will more than likely take you some time. And a lot of things happen during the writing process, both inside and outside of your story. Things can happen in your life to kind of complicate things, your mood may go up or down, and all of that affects your tone. So you definitely want to set up your tone beforehand so that you have something to refer back to as you write. So in talking about tone, here are some considerations to keep in mind. First, you want to decide what type of narrator you're going to have. Is this going to be a first person or third person point of view? Is it going to be a character who is in the story telling their personal side, which is going to offer a limited viewpoint? Is it going to be a third person narrator outside of the story? And are they going to also have a limited point of view or will they be an omniscient narrator who knows all the things that happened all at once? and knows the conclusion before the narration gets there. All of that will determine the sort of words and the verbiage that you want to use. 
So make sure that's one of the first things that you settle on. Of course, you can always go back and change it during your editing process, but you want to have something solid to start with to help knock out some of the more common errors before you get there. Now, one of the things that you want to consider with your narrator is how they're going to speak. If it is a first-person narrator or a more casual third person, then you can use things like conjunctions. You can use casual words like okay and slang, of course. But that's also going to come down to what kind of story are you telling? If you are writing high fantasy, for example, you really don't want to use too many conjunctions. You don't want to use more modern verbiage like slang or okay, which is actually from the earlier mid 19th century, which is definitely not a period that you want to look for as a reference if you're writing high fantasy. You also want to consider who is your target audience. Now that is something that we're going to talk to, we're going to speak on more in depth when we get to the marketing courses, which as I mentioned before is vital to understand the story and how you're going to get it to people. But right now we're talking about tones, so we're just going to consider are we writing to children and what age? Is this a board book or is it um, juvenile nonfiction or juvenile fiction, easy readers? In that, you're going to use extremely simple language for the kids who are just learning. If you're writing young adult, you definitely want to use more casual language as well, but not necessarily easy words, of course. These are teenagers that we are talking about. If you're using adult, you have a lot more leeway determining what kind of tone you want to have, your words, and whether you want to sound more sarcastic or uptight or anything like that. And of course, also the location and the time period you want to consider as well. I highly recommend writing all of this down so that you can refer back to it. Like I mentioned, things happen. You can always change it later. But now that you have your tone set up, you are ready to start planning your story. This will go back to the free writing or maybe the outlining that we spoke on before. We'll cover it a little bit more in the upcoming lessons. y'all it's Deborah with Storyville checking in on our writing tips figure we'll start with the question that all new writers begin with which is how do I get started writing and that's not an easy question to ask from a new writer's perspective you have this story this idea kind of growing in you and you have a sort of fear that the approach that you take will be insubstantial, which is totally understandable. Everybody goes through it. The important part is to get past that, and once you do, it's smooth sailing, I promise you. And now the answer is not easy either, especially from an outsider's perspective. Me being a writer, an editor, a publisher, even with my years of experience I don't have an easy answer for you because you gotta go with an approach that's going to work for you. So I can throw out some ideas and you can see what will click with you and maybe give that a try. And if it works for you feel free to 
give us a shout out, contact us, let us know how it's going for you. I love to get feedback on this kind of thing. So the workshops that I used to do here in New Orleans, we started with an outline. And that's just because an outline, you cannot go wrong. If you are the sort of person that uses outlines and really gains from outlines, then you'll automatically jump into it and everything will be good. If you're not an outline person, you're going to figure that out very quickly. And then you can find another approach, which if you're not an outline person, you may be a free write person. So maybe you take one facet of your story idea and you just free write on it. You just put pencil to paper or maybe fingers to keyboard and start writing and see how it goes. You have to remember when you write, what you write down or type out is not going to be set in stone. You can always come back and edit it, reread it, see what needs to change, see what sounds good. That happens all the way up until the day that you send in your manuscript to that printer. You can always change your work. Hey, some writers even change it after they print. I did. <laughs> now, the next question you want to you want to ask yourself, which may seem intuitive but isn't really, is how are you going to write? Now, a lot of people stick with the basics, maybe Word or Pages, if you're a Mac user like myself, and you just use that word processor and just start typing your story in there. Now, if you're a bit more of an organized person, or if you want to be able to see all the elements of your story flow together, such as your characters, your settings, your different plot lines, or just whatever ideas that you're drawing onto that paper, there is software that can help you with that. I use Storyist, that is writing software made specifically for macOS and iOS. What that does is it gives you not only basic manuscript to write in, but also special areas for characters, details that you can write on the side about your characters, your settings, your plots and everything. Other services that offer that as well. Scrivener, that one's available for Mac and PC. Also Noveler, which is, I believe, web-based and also possibly Mac and PC. You might want to check on that one. That's Noveler, N-O-V-L-R. And the other ones I mentioned were Storiest and Scrivener. And so once you have your setup, such as your computer or your writing utensils, you just need to start putting those ideas on paper. The important thing is to get those first words written down. No matter if you go back and change them later, you just need to get that start going.